I recognize I am not an authority on what is largely considered cool. For instance, I don't know if the term cool is really cool to say anymore, but I'm going to use it. And I don't suppose I've ever really been an authority on what is cool, but as a middle school, high school teacher in my mid-30s, I am definitely not the spokesperson for cool. And that's a good thing, as far as I'm concerned. But I think it's an interesting thing to consider what is cool. Because I see all of my students who they go through every new phase as it comes along, every new trend. And I've had that conversation with other people of my generation who don't teach young people all the time. And if it's talking about social media, for instance, and they say something about Facebook, I'm like, ah, oh, well, young people don't really use Facebook anymore. Facebook is for grandmas. And I'm generalizing, but it's not the social media app du jour. It went to Snapchat and Instagram. Twitter is kind of out with the younger generation. A lot of them still have these things, but it's not the cool new one. Now it's TikTok. And just the stage that I'm at in my life, I don't try to keep up with these things. I try to be familiar enough with them to connect with my students and be aware of any potential dangers or things like that that can arise with these different social media things, but I do not need to participate. And that's kind of my point is what the new trend is in social media or music or what's streaming on Netflix, whatever it is, I have a disconnect now that maybe I didn't have when I first started teaching. When I got hired for my first teaching job and I started coaching at 21 years old and I was three years older than the seniors, I, had, I was a lot closer to the things that they were experiencing. And now I'm farther away. And that's a good thing, I think. And it's also a good thing because as we get older, hopefully, there's a little less pressure to be cool by someone else's definition anyway. And that's what I want to address this week. Is, especially for the age range of my students, there is pressure to fit in, to try to be cool, to try to be popular, to not get embarrassed. And I've seen a lot of things changed from when I was in high school and over the course of my teaching career. I think in general, and there's certainly always room for improvement, but I think in general, there's a wider acceptance of people's individual differences. And it's in a lot of ways easier and more supported for students to express themselves and to be in different groups and involved in different activities. And I think that's a really wonderful thing. But there is still a lot of pressure and sometimes we just put it on ourselves 
to fit in or to not stand out too much or not do things that are that's going to draw a lot of attention from other people because we don't want to be embarrassed and some of that does hang around through adulthood maybe it takes a little different form maybe we're not trying to sit at the cool kid lunch table anymore but it can be keeping up with the Joneses, trying to have the right car, the right house, the right job, the, you know, our clothes, our appearance to still send a certain message that we want other people to pick up. And that's not entirely bad. It's okay to want to present ourselves in a certain way, but it's important to decide what we think is cool instead of letting the outside world dictate to us what is cool. And that's what we're going to be talking about in class this week. Is As I've gotten older, my definition of what is cool has changed. Not entirely. There's still a lot of things that I liked when I was young, that I like now, that I, I thought were cool then, that I still think are cool. But... I've definitely gotten more independent with my thought of what is cool. Where I've picked out certain things where I'm like, yes, these are the traits that I like. Or these are the things that I like. And it can be things from the way I dress to the types of shows that I watch or the music that I listen to. It's definitely less influenced by other people. I know that my music taste has changed so much over the course of my life because it's been discovering new little things and finding I really like this and then falling down that rabbit hole a little bit till I have a real eclectic blend of different stuff that I like and I'm not really concerned about whether other people like it or not. And it's the same with people. I think about... When I was younger, maybe my perspective on, say, my parents or some of my teachers or coaches who maybe when I was younger, I didn't really think of as cool. But then as I got older, I really started to appreciate them and think, I think of some teachers that I had when I was a student who then I taught with or still teach with now. And I'm like, wow, that person is really cool. And if you would have told me in middle school... I would not have believed you. Because our perspective change. And hopefully, we care less about if other people think we're cool. Or the things that other people think are cool. We're, we're out to find the stuff that we like. And it's a really liberating position to be in when we stop caring so much about what other people think. And I kind of decided as I got older, too, that one thing that took a little pressure off of me, because I'm as guilty as anybody when I was younger to being anxious in certain social situa situations because I didn't want to look stupid and I, I didn't want to embarrass myself. And, and I was nervous in a lot of situations. And I started to realize that, well... I gravitate towards people who are nice, kind to other people. I gravitate towards people who are independent thinkers and, 
and do things their own way and aren't too worried about what the rest of the world thinks about them. And I gravitate towards people who are hardworking and honest. And I realize a lot of people gravitate toward those things too. Most people, I think, like those certain characteristics. And those are the things that really start standing out to me like, that's really cool. And the brand of clothing that person wears or the music that person listens to or how they style their hair or whatever became less important. And I think that's a really important thing to understand is what are the traits that we really think are cool? That we're like, yeah, I gravitate towards that. That's how I want to be or how I like to be. So that to me is cool. And I think that's a good thing. Sometimes I have a conversation with you know, another teacher or an adult my age and like, yeah, you've been up to anything cool lately. And sometimes the response is, yeah, you know, we're not cool anymore. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not in terms of the broad societal definition of what's trending. But I think doing the things that I do, uh, teaching and coaching, those things, those are cool to me. That's why I do them. They're things that excite me and I think they're important. And that's what I want to be around. So this week in class, real simple, is I want my students to identify a person they think is cool. And preferably, I'd like that to not be a famous person. Not an actor or musician or something like that. But someone in their own lives they think are cool. And I want them to tell me, why do you think that person's cool? I want you to identify what traits really make that person cool and what does it mean to actually be cool? And maybe that term is not cool. But what is it that make us gravitate towards certain people? Because that's a great way for us to get in touch with the things we like about ourselves the things about ourselves that are cool and everybody has cool things about them. Everyone does. Everyone has interesting things and exciting things and wonderful things to share and sometimes we have a hard time seeing that in ourselves. So a good first step is to look at what are the things I value in other people that maybe I want to reflect as well. Let's have another great week of school. Much love.